On this episode, Chris and I chat with Kurt Humrichhauser from SellerRocket.io. And this, Chris, was a really cool conversation because I think this is an aspect a lot of people don't know about, like these editorials that are on Amazon and how you can get articles or editorials written on your products. In full disclosure, I was kind of blown away by this. I yeah, I mean, it's it's a different 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 thing. It's not PPC. It's not they're doing a launch on a rank or like a launch mini chat rank or something like that. It's just somebody's writing an article, they're publishing it, you know, it's on drip scrapes. It gets that article posted on as an editorial recommendation. And then now you get sales from that editorial recommendation. Yeah. Um, they got a lot more they're doing, uh, which I really like, <clears throat> but this is a way where, you know, sellers can leverage this to their advantage where they can, put their product on there test it out see how it works so yeah really cool and kurt's a good dude he is good and he mentioned like an 11x return on one of the products that they did i mean that's mm -hmm. incredible to do one th one thing like that and get that kind of uh increase in sales so really fascinating you need to listen to this episode just so you know that this uh is out there it's an opportunity for you uh so we'll dive into that in one second first we have to let everybody out there know that we are hiring here at Solozo. So we'd love an awesome person to work with to join our team. And if that's you, uh, if you've got some Amazon selling experience uh, or some Amazon PPC experience, we're hiring a PPC product specialist. So if you're interested and you'd like to apply, go to solozo.com and scroll down to the bottom to the uh, careers link and you can apply for the job there. So definitely do that if you're interested. All right, let's jump into the interview with Kurt. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 78 of Two Amazon Sellers and a Microphone brought to you by Solozo. Today, Chris and I are super excited. We have on with us Kurt Humrichhauser from SellerRocket.io. Kurt, what's happening? Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me, Dustin and Chris. You're welcome. And for those listening, Kurt is rocking a serious mullet. Like it's yeah. it's legit. So if you check out the live stream, you'll see it. It's it's fantastic. Yes, that that is very solid. Love it. Love it. Well, Kurt, we're we're really excited to have you on to talk all about Seller Rocket, all the cool things that you guys are doing over there and how you're helping out e-commerce people like Chris and myself. So we're, we're just pumped to talk about it, but let's let's start with just a little bit about you. What Give us a little bit about your background, how you got into the space and what you're doing with Seller Rocket right now. Well, overall, um, <laughs> I started my entire career doing door-to-door -door sales and I'm just nice. really, really passionate about the, the process and making people, you know, better at selling. And then it's totally evolved. Like my middle step between door to door sales and here was I was selling software for healthcare. Um, and so that kind of was a step to this because this is sort of software. Um, and yeah, and now I'm helping sellers to sell more. So it, it works out really great. It's, it, it came full circle circle for me. Um, I've been here for, we've been doing this for about two years. Uh, we started right around the time that the editorial recommendations were were just going live on, on Amazon when they were testing things. So we saw the inefficiencies in, in that whole process, and that's what we're solving for, uh, making it easier for the sellers, making it easier for the publishers as well. 
let's go to let's go right to that. So uh, editorial recommendations. That that's let me uh, some sort of should know what that is. Uh, but people out there that don't know what that is, uh, describe like where, where that is on the page, what that process looks like, and, and just you know why you got involved with it. Yeah. So the editorial recommendations they kind of pop up at random it seems but there's one that consistently like every time i can get it to come up and it seems like everyone else that i tell to search gets it to come up too so if you search vacuum on amazon about a third of the way down the page there should be a uh an editorial recommendation by pure wow and it should have a dyson a, a hoover and an irobot i think am i right yeah, I'm about yeah, <laughs> So uh, yes, you're right. Yeah. 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 So it's there every time. Luckily that one just, it works perfectly. I don't know why that one in particular shows a hundred percent of the time on such a high volume search term, but in general, um, you know, those editorials can go live and then show on five different search terms, or they might only show on one search term 10% of the time. They may, they may rotate with other editorials. They behave really strangely, uh, compared to everything else on, on Amazon at least. Not what most sellers expect. They think it's like a paid ad or you know something that they could just buy that spot and it's great advertising. It is. I mean, it takes up a lot of space on the search page and you're being recommended as one of the top products if you're in there. And you mentioned these came live about two years ago. Yeah. What what have you seen with the transition? Like, you know, because when quite honestly, Dustin and I are both sellers, uh, we're like, where'd these come from? How do we get our products in there? We're, we're trying to reach out to influencers and try to get on that. Like, what what have you seen with the growth? Is it just, are there more spots coming available or is it always going to be on the front front page? What, what kind of stuff are you seeing? So they are testing different variations of it. We've I've seen multiple editorials on the same screen. I've seen a section that it's right, right there where those editorials go, but you can click and then it opens up like four editorials. It, they're testing all sorts of cool things with these recommendations, uh, different ways to make them more effective. But the green space is actually running out on these editorials, so they're not—they're not, not going to be available forever. I mean, they're going to be available, but like, it's not going to be as easy to get into them in the in the future. Um, these publishers—they're in an invite-only program with Amazon, and so these are—I think they're affiliates that have done a certain amount of revenue to be in, invited into the program, and so they're publishing that content directly to Amazon. It's not shared anywhere else. It's not also going on their site. There are some publishers who do put it on their site, but they're more like duplicating the same content. It's not, it's not a post that, you know, it's, it, they don't funnel into the same place. Gotcha. Um, and that's, that's interesting. Cause my, you know, I'd like to come at this from people that don't know anything about this whole process about how these, I mean, my initial question, what you just answered was who's writing these editorials and, can you write your own? And obviously you can't, uh, no. <laughs> you've got to have uh, a pu authorized publisher submitting this stuff to Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. And when these publishers are picking their products, they're really just looking at the top of the category, guessing like these three look good. Let's put them in there. Or sometimes they have six or 10 of them in there, but really the top three are the ones who get the most transactions. Um, so they're just picking these products off the top of the category and guessing like, I think these products will do well with vacuum. The three, the example with the vacuum search term, those products that actually, they hit the bullseye on that one because it shows all the time. But depending on the products that they pick or the search term that they're going for with the titling of their article, 
can make it just not appear on Amazon. And so there's a lot of editorials out there that are floating around that just don't have any traction. They're not being shown very often. And so the difference of when we work with these publishers is we'll, we'll talk to the brands, we'll vet the products, we'll vet the, the seller, and then we'll also uh, get keyword information that we can send over to the publishers. So we're suggesting the product, we're suggesting the, the, the keyword that they should uh, you know, aim towards. And then if they wanna pick up the product, then and it matches to the content that they're that they're producing for that month then they can pick it up and put it in their editorial and by giving them the keyword information it's more likely to show up on the page right next to where your organic listing is or your paid ad um, the, just the paid ad isn't really enough to make it like a, effective on that search term um, you, know, you you want to be on that first page organically. This isn't like PPC where you can stake your flag and if you're willing to pay that price you can get onto that search term this is you need to be on that first page organically if you want to be on that term with a with an editorial rock recommendation. So Seller Rocket is like the bridge between sellers and publishers. Absolutely. You're, you're connecting you're connecting sellers with publishers or better yeah, you're you're connecting publishers with sellers, I guess. Um, and then those publishers create the article. Mm -hmm. And then how does Amazon decide? Like if I wanted to be a publisher for vacuums as well. How, how is PureWow going to continue to get it? How can I get it? Like, does it rotate on that? Um, so if you were invited into the program and you produce an article that, you know, is for vacuums, you title it as best the best vacuum or best, you know, whatever variation of how you want to title it. And if it gets introduced to that search page, it will be tested against that vacuum article. And so Amazon's optimizing for conversions. Whichever is going to sell the most products for them is what they're going to show on the page. And they should be relevant if they're if they're selling on that page. It's not just we're searching for vacuums, but I saw this new some other product that's just so right. cool. I have to buy it. You know, it's it, they're looking for vacuums. They want to see vacuums there. Um, sorry, what, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> that's all right. I'm, I'm gonna, what do you see as an impact once once these if these editorials get picked up and they are shown? What's the impact on sales? Oh, it can be huge. It can be really huge. I can't, you know, promise across the board it's going to be huge for everyone because it depends on the search page. It depends on how competitive things are. You know, if there's no clear winner on the page and you get yourself wedged in there, you're going to perform at the big dogs. So I, I talked with a seller. He sells Nespresso refill capsules, and he somehow got himself got himself wedged in between Nespresso and whatever other huge brand, and he was getting their level of sales. He said it was like two to three X in his overall sales for his entire, his entire business just by being in that editorial. In general though, I would say it's a 10% lift over your organic sales. Um, and then if we can get the organic placement and your uh, paid ad to show on the same screen, you'll see a 25% lift in both of those pieces of real estate. My gosh. And then if you have a video ad, I'm sure it's even higher. Oh, the video ads right above the editorial recommendation. So I tell people every time, if you have video ads, you got to win it on that search term. If we can get you, if we can get the editorial to show on there, then you want to win that. You want to win that bid. So this is really interesting to me because Chris and I talk all the time when we're talking about ads and what it works. So that is if you're not taking up real estate on Amazon, your competitors will. So if, yeah. like, if, you're, if you're not doing uh, some sort of ad spot, like the sponsored brand ad or sponsored video, your competitor is, and they're gonna be there. 
Well, this is interesting to me because this is the same thing. If these editorials are on the page uh, and, and your competitors are in there, but you're not, even though you don't really have a ton of control over it, um, that's a missed opportunity. So it's really interesting to me. And I'd love to know, just learn more about the impact of these. Yeah, yeah. So um, by being on the screen multiple times, it is helpful, but the editorial recommendation is more than just a piece of real estate. You're being recommended by a trusted third party. So you're getting that external validation. And some people that editorial is going to do enough validating for them. That's going to make them, you know, Hey, let's, let's, uh, let's buy it from this one. I, I feel confident that out of these three products, I'm going to choose this one. It says it's the best. I'll buy it. But some people that doesn't check the box for them. So they go to Google to, to get, find external validation. And so that's why we do external traffic as well with these publishers. We'll have them place you in editorials that are on their website. You know, if it matches up to their content, it's all of this is always up to the publisher. We don't guarantee any of it. We have a high likelihood because of our scale, the number of publishers we work with. But um, so if the publishers want to pick you up and place you on, on their site, then potentially any customer who doesn't get the validation from that editorial recommendation they're going to search your brand because they see you being recommended, but they don't trust it yet. So they, they search for your brand on Google. They see you in four different articles and they're like, Oh yeah, there's my validation. It's, it's all over the place. I'm going to buy it. How hard is it to get an editorial recommendation without using a tool like seller rocket or using your guys' software? Like it, it, it seems like it's just like it's a completely like, random. Yeah, you have to be, if you're one of the top, top, producers in your category, like you are one of the best sellers overall, there's a good likelihood you can get picked up organically, but it's going to be inconsistent. Like uh, that, the Nespresso refills client that I have, he, he was in an editorial and then he dropped out. And that's why he called me is because he's like, Hey, how do I get back in there? You know, so usually like if you're picked up organically for an editorial, they only last about six months, three to six months is how long they last. And then that publisher is going to wipe out their products, swap them out for different ones. You know, they'll oh, cha maybe change the wording. They, they just, they refresh their article because the more recent the article, it play it plays into rather Amazon starts showing it. Interesting. So you could have been in one and now you're not the best seller anymore and they take you out of it. Or their yeah. new products, or, or they they were just trying it at random. They didn't know like they didn't know if that was good results. So they're like, oh, let's try it with some different products, see if we can get better results. And then once they find like, oh, that one was good, we'll go back to that one. You know, so that the uh, Pure Wow article we were looking at for vacuums, I assume they have to know they hit the button. <laughs> they have to know it's showing every single time. They've and vacuums are one of the top sellers. Uh, across the board for months and months and months. Like everyone's always buying vacuums off of Amazon. What's so these publishers, what's the benefit to them for writing all of these editorials? What, what do they get out of this deal? This is an affiliate revenue for them. It's an easy affiliate revenue. They just have to grab the products and post them and then they get money off of them. If they pick the right and, products, they make more money. And they write the content, right? Like, a, yeah. uh, let's go to the process. I'm a seller. I, I come to you and I say, okay, Kurt, I want to do uh I want to do uh, editorial recommendations. Run me through the gamut. Like, what do you look for first? Like, because no, no, you can't just throw a new product on this. Like, yeah, there's there's, there's, it doesn't there's work that way. rules here on some of this stuff. So, what does it look like as a as if a seller comes to you? So, uh, a product needs to have four stars 
at least 100 ratings or reviews. And if they don't have 100 ratings, they better be doing a lot of tens of thousands every month uh, for us to be like, okay, this it, it's, this is a hot seller. Put it in there. Um, and then the, the most important thing is that the best seller ranking needs to be in the top 20% for the subcategory. Okay. Subcategory BSR in the top 20%. So I meet that standard. Uh, we move on to the next phase, which yep. is what? So I'll ask you for keyword information. I want to know which keywords you're on the first page for organically and sorted by search volume. Um, and then we will send that over to the publishers and then they'll title their article in a way that should align with, with the, with, with your search terms. They don't always take our suggestion. Maybe they might pick another product and say, you know, this, this is the product we're putting first. And so they'll try and angle it towards that product. But, uh, it, it uh it's generally it's it's titled in the way that we ask them to because they're more likely to make more money so they take our suggestion most of the time and then how long before the article is is live like do i see this live the next week or like what's what's the time frame great question that's actually that's a really great question so uh once we send your information over to the publishers they will write the article and then they'll send it off to amazon for moderation this whole process, Amazon moderation takes the longest and end to end, it's about six to eight weeks before that article goes live on Amazon. And then once it's live, it goes through an indexing period where it's tested against other articles to see what's gonna convert better. And what the testing looks like is it'll be shown for just a small window one day, and then it'll take a couple days off. And it'll be shown for just a small window another day, maybe a little bit more of a window and then it'll take less days off. And then it'll be shown a little bit more and take less days off. And it just builds and builds and builds until about month three. Usually month three is when things are just rocking and rolling for, for a brand. And then, yeah, so it's a, it's a long process. It's like four to, four to five months before you see really great results. Um, you could see results you know, in the first month of it being live too, but uh, it's generally not compared to the month three. So a lot of stuff can happen to a product between the time uh, we, we want to we want to do an editorial recommendation, but before the time it goes live. So one of those things can be maybe the the product is no longer something I'm doing anymore. Maybe I'm just it got suspended or or it just moves on to the, another product. What what kind of communication do I need to say like, hey, uh, Kurt, sorry, this product is no longer going to be available anymore. What do we do there? Like, do we yeah, just, just kind of you just let me know. Okay. And I'll, I'll shop it. I'll see what I can do. I'll make some calls. We'll stop it from, from going live. If it goes, it wouldn't go live if your product was out of stock anyways. The, the publishers would notice that or moderation would notice that. Somebody would see it. It'll, I don't know where they would see that along in the process, but they'd notice it and they'd say, no, this one ain't going to work. <laughs> gotcha. So, and, and if that happens, we don't charge you for anything. You know, if you're, if you're not live, if you're not driving transactions, we're not going to charge you. So, it's, we make it as easy as, as performance based and easy as possible. Gotcha. So a lot of these editorials, um, like if the publisher's just writing one, are they typically doing like a comparison? Like these are the three that we recommend, the three products for, you know, three vacuums that we recommend or or that. Or when, when we get one uh, written with the help of you, is the whole article about just our product or do they throw others in there as well? So there's other products in there. We don't choose all the products for in an article. We just choose one uh, and then send that off to the to the publisher. So typically every every editorial has got multiple products in it. 
Yeah. And I've, I've seen an editorial that has all one brand in it. And I think that's, I don't know how they arranged that deal. That's, <laughs> that's not the way it's supposed to work. <laughs> to me, at least, I don't think, I don't, I would assume that Amazon doesn't want it to work like that. I think they want variety. For so. sure. Are they, are that, are, are the, are your products being sent as a sample to test? Uh, so some publishers may buy the products. Some publishers might just go through the, the, you know, the reviews that are already there on Amazon. If you've read any of these editorials, some of them have, they're like written by a fourth grader. I don't, I don't know what some of these publishers are up to, but some of them are better quality than others. But honestly, the contents of the editorial don't really matter. Only about 10% of people actually click into the edit editorial to read them. And I don't know if they read them, they just at least clicked on the link. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely social proof though. I mean, if there's an yeah. article about on Amazon about a product and there's not one about the, another product you're looking at, you're going to lean towards the one where you're seeing, you know, somebody bought it and used it and tested it, you know, according to the article. Some sort of suggestion that Some it's suggestion that good. Exactly. I, another thing I want to touch on, because you brought it up, is the publishers are also potentially writing articles yeah. on their on their website or blogs or whatever and that just caught my attention because that's a could be a huge impact on your seo in google or yeah. how people find you and and all that traffic drives back to amazon yeah we're we're working on being able to send it to your .com site but right now just Amazon because it's super easy. They're all Amazon affiliates already. We get the data from them. It's, it's great. So we'll, you know exactly what we're doing for you. And a lot of these, uh, I talk to brands all the time who they pay a bunch of money to some PR firm to get placed on some site. They never know what it does for them. They're just like, yeah, I was on this site. I could put it on my website that I was on the site, but I have no idea what that did for me at all. So we, we actually give you the data on all of this, the, the attributed sales that the publisher is getting credit for from Amazon. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So you have a dashboard where like a seller can walk in or log in, they can see, you know, how many sales they got from the recommendation. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. From the recommendation or for the external traffic as well. And so nice. the, the external traffic you, you brought up, um, we see that is as powerful or more powerful than editorial recommendations. Uh, we tested with a dog bowl. Uh, I think, uh, did I tell you about this story, Chris? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we had a, a dog bowl that we had featured in the LA Times uh, as like a deal newsletter saying, hey, these are the deals for Prime Day. And this dog bowl didn't get very many sales attributed to that, to that feature. Like not enough for us to say that it 11x their sales week over week. Because that was that was the effect that it had by being featured here. Uh, because it was featured by the LA Times, Amazon must have recognized, hey, if the LA Times is talking about this product, it must be important. So they raised it from the third page up to the first page, and it bounced around between the second and third position. And because of that move, the sales increased 11x week over week. Wow, I mean that's a big jump for a seller. You imagine like all of a sudden you're 11x your sales. I mean you got to have the inventory. What happens if I sell out? <laughs> well, then you sell, you sell out. It's not as big of a problem for the external, uh, you know, being featured yeah. on, you know, whatever CNN or Best Reviews or something. Um, 
But if you're in the editorial recommendations that are on Amazon, if you stock out, that editorial will stop showing. And then you got to be back in stock, use the whole process, start it over again. I got to wait another six weeks or. Yeah. So, well, not exactly. We would. Uh, it, yeah, it might. If you are the one who stocks out, it would take another six weeks. Take a while. Yeah. I mean, we got to wait for you to get back in stock and then we'll submit for a refresh. Refreshes don't take as long um, just because they only have to moderate like that one item that they're swapping out. This actually happened with a, another seller. Their product didn't go out of stock. Another product in the editorial went out of stock. And so the uh -oh. editorial stopped showing. And so they, they let us know. We contacted the publisher and said, hey, that product is out of stock. Can you swap it out for a different one uh, so that it'll start showing again? And we're waiting. I think it's probably, I should check to see if that's live <laughs> to see what's what's going on with that one. But yeah, it's it's a simple process. We're, I mean, we'll, we'll make it work for you. You're not going to be invoiced if you're not showing. So uh, it's it's not like there's there's a lot of nuances that we have to deal with, whether that's where the article is showing, if the article is showing, you know, so. And none of this works the way that anything else does on Amazon. So is for corporate sellers who need a, like a lot like corporate corporate brands, they need a lot of proof before they make decisions. Uh -huh. And for me, sometimes that gets a little hard to be like, OK, these <laughs> dates, it's going to happen this way. This is. So a lot of times I just ask sellers to trust me. It's going to work out. We got your back. We're going to, we're going to make this sell for you. <laughs> just, We've been there before. I, I, oh, yeah. I need your confidence real quick, just for a second. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true across everything on Amazon. The whole, I mean, when someone's like, well, how much budget do I need for ads? You're like, what? You know? We'll see. We'll we're going to find out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, are you running out at 9 a.m.? Well, we need more budget. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, the, this is, I'm, I'm fascinated by this. I mean, in, in all honesty, I, I did not realize just the full impact of, of what you're able to do with these editorials. Um, I didn't, I didn't realize that you could, you know, that there was some, a service like yours out there where we could have we've a been in stealth mode for a while. So we've been, we've been laying low, trying to move fast and quiet to yeah. keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Um, being a little bit louder now, but not not too loud. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the process of uh, Chris already talked about getting started with you. So we're selecting the product. We meet the criteria. You're submitting the um, the stuff to the publishers. They're writing. Are we are we telling them? Hey, we want you know one editorial on Amazon and like three articles on your website. Or are how, how is that? Are we dictating that or are sort they? Of. Okay. So for off of Amazon, the way that it works is we just have a list and the publishers are picking off what, what matches with their content. So if you're selling a seasonal product, that's just, you know, it's, it's what people are buying in April or May. There's a more, there's a better likelihood that you'll be picked up by multiple publishers all at the same time. It's, a, we don't charge you any different. You know, if, if you get picked up by five publishers, that's awesome. If you get pulled, picked up by one publisher, I hope it's a great one. <laughs> they're all they're all great, but honestly, a lot of times publishers, uh, it's like one or two publishers at a time that are picking up a, a product for external traffic. Um, and we're continuously growing our network, so that's going to turn into three or four, four or five, six or eight. You know, so it's it's going to be extremely powerful in the future. Um, sorry, lost my train of thought again. Get me back wow. on track. 
<laughs> That's all right. So can we dictate like how many articles we want or where we want them to show or yeah. what kind of for, for the Amazon editorials, uh, I mean, we can, we can try. We don't know if for sure it's going to show up on those search terms, but if you have three different keywords that you're on the first page for, they have really great search volume and they're not really real, like you don't, the, the editorials are SEO based. So if those three keywords aren't going to overlap, yeah, let's do it. Let's request three articles uh, and have them all directed towards your keywords. If they get, if they all three get picked up, if they all get shown on Amazon, that's going to be really great for you. And eventually uh, down the line, as we, as we see articles go live, we see, okay, it got on one out of the three keywords that we really wanted to be on. We may request another editorial and, and title it towards the second or the third. You know, we want to build a moat around your product so that anytime your product is on the first page, you're also being one of the recommended products. So good. what's next? What's next for you guys? I mean, I, I know you've been in a kind of stealth mode, but what's, what's coming down the pipeline that, uh, is going to keep you different from other other provi providers out there. I mean, there's there's a lot of software in this space. Uh, what are you what are you guys seeing in the future? So D 2 C is the future. Yeah. It's really close too. We're really close to being able to do direct to consumer. If we can just all we need to do is just be able to track it without using some system. We're we're building our own, so we don't have to use a tracker. Nice, nice. And that and that's where you're going to direct traffic to someone's website. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, from these high quality publishers that we work with. So, um, and then after that, we're going to go for other marketplaces. Walmart, nice. I'm assuming you're talking about. Yeah, all those all those marketplaces like Walmart, who are, they're a lot like Amazon. You know, they got third party sellers in there. That, duh, let's send some traffic into them. Yeah, is Walmart right now doing anything like the editorials? I don't think I don't think they have editorial recommendations on their on their search page. I don't think any of the other marketplaces have an editorial recommendation that's like built into the built into the page. Um, so so everything for right now is for right now is going to be external traffic. Uh, and you brought up marketplaces, which brought a question to my mind. What about different marketplaces in Amazon? Like what about the UK or Europe? Oh, <laughs> great question. Thank you. Yeah, UK. <laughs> we can we can do UK too. Uh, US and UK right now um, and Canada's next. And then uh, if I start speaking another language, we'll be somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is so cool. I mean, it's what I love about this space is you just learn something new all the time. I mean, I, I'm on Amazon all day long and I see those editorials and just didn't, didn't know how I could put that into my back pocket as a, a win for my, for my <laughs> but this is fantastic. Well, Tell anybody out there who's listening, if they want to get started with you, get set up, wh what do they need to do? How do they contact you? Where do they need to go? I would say if they go to sellerrocket.io, it's our website, there's a ton of information that they can you know, read more about. Then there's some contact us forms they can go to, or they can just email me directly, kurt at sellerrocket.io. And that's Kurt with a C, C-U-R-T at sellerrocket.io. Great stuff. Great stuff. I I highly encourage everyone out there. If your products meet the requirements that we talked about earlier, you should reach out to Kurt and see what they're doing with the editorials. It can make a big difference. Yeah, definitely would recommend it. He's a straight shooter. He'll tell you exactly where, where you need to be at. So um, I've had a couple of conversations with him. Uh, Kurt, you've been fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Well, thanks so much, Kurt. We're going to have to have you back on. We got to, you know, maybe we'll get you back on every couple of months or so just so we can talk about what's new because the landscape changes fast. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, we want to stay on top of this. And that's why we do this. So this has been great, Kurt. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. If you like content like this, if you want to learn about different things that are going on in the Amazon space, like editorials, uh, then you need to be subscribing to our podcast. So you can find us on every podcast platform that's out there. Subscribe to us. Uh, leave us a little review if you don't mind. Let us know how we're doing. And you can also see our live streams on Solozo's Facebook page and Solozo's YouTube channel. So make sure you like those. Turn on notifications so that you're notified when we go live with great, cool people like Kurt. And if you do watch us live, you get to see things like mullets. That are yeah, no doubt. You can't hear the mullet on the podcast. So you gotta you gotta definitely watch the live stream. So anyway, Kurt, <laughs> we could hear it there. That was awesome. <laughs> Kurt, thanks so much for joining us. Everyone, thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back at this tomorrow. Have a great day. Thanks, guys.